We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone Hello <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Unabashedly Obsessed I am James I'm Arian <laughs> On this on this show, we talk about all things related to pop culture and not so pop culture. And Erin's uh, having a little bit of trouble with her voice, so we've decided to embrace technology. I am sick, but she is still going to bring you all of the the sharp, uh, detailed analysis and wit that you've come to expect uh, in these past fifty five or sixty episodes. Indeed. How how how? What was that? Ha ha ha. Okay, I think that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought the thing would figure out how to say, ha, ha, ha. Oh, okay. I, you can tell that I've been listening to a bunch of Cool Games Inc. that I thought that that was a fun, cool idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, that was that was not going to be sustainable for the next hour. And and just before anyone worries, that the plan was only just a little bit to do that. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, but for real, um, we're going to... Uh, be writing a movie this week we are um using uh titles i totally like the word titles just now <laughs> um this is gonna be great this is gonna be a great episode um submitted by people on the still buffering podcast club group and unabashedly obsessed with unabashedly obsessed indeed um and ha 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 yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> what even was that i literally typed out ha space ha space ha that what i've heard about like text-to-speech is that you have to figure out like how it has its phonetic processor so like try h-a-h ha, ha, ha. Nope, <laughs> not any better try h-a-h-a <laughs> what is wrong with her second syllable i don't understand <laughs> apparently she's drunk <laughs> um it's like bad dubbing yeah um okay <laughs> no not bad dabbing and that was a pretty good dab that was a pretty good dab uh, um i have some water bottles <laughs> the rest of the show. <laughs> Just Damn us it. flipping water Damn bottles. It. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> um, so uh, we're going to, and the fun, the real fun thing about the titles is that uh, we looked at them, but we didn't record the week that we got them because we mixed up our stuff and yeah. people went on vacation. We, and I was sick. We shuffled again, some stuff around. Before? It's not again if it happened before. You, you I, were starting I was sick being to begin, sick. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it's so it's been a bit since we've looked at them. So yeah, I don't remember what they are. Let's pull them up and see yeah. if, see if we can find a, a good nug. That's from Cool Games Inc. too. Oh, I just found out. Sorry, complete total side note before we write a movie. Paulette, hi Paulette. Hi Paulette. Message me today. Do you remember the movie Anastasia? Yes. With Meg Ryan and John Cusack and Kelsey Grammer and Christopher Lloyd and Bernadette Peters. And it was like a really good cast, but it was not a Disney movie. Yeah. So nobody seemed to really know what happened. Um, my, my wife is super into that movie. They made a Broadway musical out of it. Interesting. And they just released the soundtrack on Amazon. Huh. I haven't listened yet. Hmm. But, yeah. I guess they took it back to At the Beginning With You. Yeah. That's the only song I can I Once know. Upon a December. Yeah. Kristen really likes At the Beginning With You. Okay. She also put it on a, a mix CD that she made me in the beginning of our relationship. Oh. Got it. Aw. Aw. Um, yeah, it's funny because Paulette was t- talking to me about that recently. And I was like, oh, I love that movie. And it had such a great cast. And I listed off all these people. And she's like, oh. Because she watched it dubbed in Spanish. Oh. Because she's, she's Mexican. 
She's like, I watched it dubbed in Spanish. I had no idea that Meg Ryan and John Cusack were the voices. I have a question. Uh-huh. And maybe Paulette wants to answer this. Um, do is the in, is the dubbing industry big enough that you that you have favorite dubbers? Like I don't know. Like it feel. Uh, I know that Mexico probably has their. I mean, they definitely have their own film industry. I'm, I'm yeah. sure. Um, but I feel like the English speaking film industry of America and, and England will be big enough that they have enough movies. And Australia. Let's not forget our Australian friends. Well, do they count as English speaking? Um. (laughs) Not sure if Leon or Tim is going to be more offended by that. (laughs) Maybe a little bit of A and a little bit of B. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Do they have enough movies coming in that need to be dubbed into Spanish that people start to have preferences for who dubs voices? That's that's my question. Do you want me to message her right now? Um, Do you want, if you want to, or, I mean, or she could... I'll message her. Okay. And then we can all sit around and wait for her to answer. Okay. So I have messaged Paulette. I will let, I will report back when she responds. Okay. Um, cool. Well, shall we just get into it or? Uh, yeah. Let's, let's dive right in. Okay. Um, before we get into it, <laughs> sorry to have done that. You're the worst. Um, I have discovered and I'm trying, I'm going to try out once it comes around on the random generator, a new Simpsons podcast called Everything's Coming Up Simpsons. Okay. Two women and a guest discuss one episode an episode and it looks like um it's about an hour episode so i haven't tried it yet but it looks to be very interesting and very well put together okay the producer for my favorite murder steven torg get down that one was for you andy (laughs) (laughs) is going to be is is a a guest on the most recent one so the my favorite murder group posted about and i was like what's this okay cool so i'm excited about that so Paulette has responded, ha ha ha, there are so many answers to this. Okay. <laughs> All right then. And did you say hit me? I said LOL. <laughs> okay. So I got a, a longer response back from Paulette and she said that basically there is a, in Mexico, there is like a dubbing industry. Right. Where there are like actors where what they do is the, like the voiceover dubbing work. Um, and I guess the Mexican accent is the most neutral accent. Interesting. So... So they'll have Mexican actors dub the voices over, and then that gets sent out to all of Latin America. Right. Um, So, and, like, they have really good, like, Disney has its own set of, like, really good dubbing actors. Right. Um, But they don't, they wouldn't, like, pull in a Morgan Freeman type to dub over this particular movie. Right. And And they probably don't reach the level of renown where, like, oh, Johnny... Dubkowski is going to be doing the dubbing for this, you know, for Frozen 3. Johnny Dubkowski, the most well-known Mexican dubbing actor. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, let me go see that. Like, it, yeah. it wouldn't be like a draw. Yeah. Yeah. She said that basically nobody knows or cares right. who they are. She did say that um, she doesn't recognize any of the names from Anastasia, but they got a really popular, um, like, children's singer to voice Megara. In Hercules. Oh, cool. Interesting. So, yeah. Okay, cool. So kind of. It sort of sounds like kind of a little bit. Yeah. It sounds like it's not very common that they will pull in a particularly famous person. And it might make a little bit of sense to have like a famous children's voice actress or singer or whatever if you're doing like a kid's production because they'll recognize yeah the voice more. 
Yeah, she said... She says that nowadays you see like famous telenovela people or comedians mm-hmm. being called into dub, and there's a really famous comedian who did the donkey in Shrek, okay. and he made the di- he changed the dialogue so that it would be funnier in Spanish. So she said some people maybe do go see like Shrek for him, right? Um, okay, so it's a little bit care. like that, right? But most, right. but most of them like that is their career is right. dubbing movies that were made in English, right, into Spanish, right? So that's really interesting. That is interesting. So, shall we write a movie? We shall write a movie. That can be a huge blockbuster and then dubbed by um, some by Johnny Dubkowski into Johnny Dubkowski. the blog, blockbuster yep. Mexican hit? Yep. All right. So, we got some titles here. Yep. Shut up. Give me, give me some of your favorites that, that I didn't put a star next to because I also liked it. Okay. Um, I liked... So, Charlie Lithgow gave us three that I really liked. Yes. Um, the Seven Year Summer, Contacts in Case of Apocalypse, and After the Twelfth Night. Okay. I just, I don't know. I, I felt like all of those were things I could work with. I, f- I feel, and do you think that the the contacts in case of apocalypse was an intention, like, because it's, it's, the S is added for the, the twist, right? Like contact in case of apocalypse is. I assume so. Like on my lock screen for a while, I had oh. like in case of emergency, call oh. Kevin and then Kevin's phone number. I assume that yeah. it's like. Somebody's lock screen has like a whole long list mm. of all the people that you should contact. Like if there's a zombie apocalypse, call all 17 of these people. I was reading that as like the things you put in your eyes if the world ends, like to see better. Oh. Like contact lenses in case of apocalypse. Oh. Like don't put these in unless the world's ending because they're... Special. Fragile? They're zombie. made of cocaine. They're made of cocaine. Cocaine tact lenses. I feel like you just ruined that title for me. Well, I like, I mean, I'm absolutely wrong. It's absolutely contacts, people to contact in case of apocalypse, right. right. Yeah. Instead of your ice contacts. Does that, does that make you like the title better? <laughs> Not um, necessarily one that we should work with tonight, but does it make you like it makes the title me like better? It, it makes me like it. It makes more sense. Yeah. Um, makes more sense to me. Yeah. Um, what are some other ones? Oh, Scott Christopher Ledford um, sent us Stairway to Nowhere. Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty that fun one. That was a one. pretty good one. Like, why they build the stairway. Yeah. And is nowhere and like, a where place? does it start? Yeah, that, very good. Yeah. Is it like Nowhere, Michigan? Oh. Like, it's like, it's like a, just a, it's not funny. It's not anything. It's just a stairway to the town a town of, nowhere, of Michigan. nowhere, Michigan. Why would you need a stairway, though? Is it like at the top of a mountain and it's a stairway built into a mountain? It's just, it's not like a steep mountain, but it's okay. like a mountain it's that like you're like... It's like a hill? Ugh, God, I don't want to climb up this hill again. Oh, look at those stairs. Because stairs are better than a hill? I mean, what They're if it's a muddy hill? They're basically the same... Well, that's true. I mean, it is Fair. Michigan. I'm really just really, really crapping on the places where our friends live, huh? Yeah. For now, I suppose. Yep. Lucy, move to Seattle and go to PodCon. Or move to D.C. And then come with us to PodCon. And come with us to PodCon. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, what are some of the ones that you had? Um, Cole, um, I only put uh, last initials. Oh, that's okay. Um, Cole had um, Ben Hair Done Hat, <laughs> which I thought was I thought was funny, um, but I don't really know what to to do with it. Like, yeah. I think I think it's it's a funny joke, but like, I don't know where to go from it. Um, we had um, Cole posted once bitten, twice chai, and then later um, Jim 
H posted once bitten twice spy, which at first I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I was like, oh, they influenced each other. And then I was like, series. Oh. Like the once bitten series. Where it's like once bitten, twice chai, once bitten, twice spy, once bitten, twice. I feel like that would work better in books. Yeah. Twice cry. Twice cry. Twice. um, Ply. High a lie. Twice high. Yeah, twice high. It's mostly twice high. Twice high too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also liked, um, what did I, I saw one that I. Oh, Angel's Advocate. Jason L. posted Angel's Advocate. That's a good one. It's That one feels like it has legs, but I feel like I would just make um, The Good Place. Which I've never watched. I feel like it sounds like a John Grisham story. Oh, yeah, but like a fantastical? No. No? Well, maybe like John Grisham meets Dan Brown. Okay. So a little fantastical, but yeah. not like fantasy fantastical. Not like an actual angel? Yeah. Yeah. But not like, also well, not maybe like an a, actual angel. I mean, I don't know. Not like a, a California baseball player either? Correct. Um, there, there will be no outfields in this movie. There, <laughs> you know, thank goodness for that movie to, to, keep, to remind people that there is a baseball team called the Angels. I know. It's um, the only reason I know. <laughs> I, thought it was ma- I thought that team was made up for the movie. Like the Mighty Ducks. Which is also a real team, apparently. That they made up after the movie. Yes. The only team that was that, that got its found its basis in an Emilio Estevez movie. Yep. Um, there was a an episode of Dead Pilot Society. Okay. Where they take pilots that got bought but then never made. Yeah. Um, and they do read throughs of them. Right. It's a very cool show. Um, on the Max Maximum Fun Network. Um, there was one that was basically like, when you die, you come back to Earth as an angel. Okay. Um, it's, I think it's called Angry Angel. And they okay. had uh, Aubrey Plaza as the main girl. So you okay. come back to Earth as an angel, and you have to do enough good deeds to win enough points to go to heaven. Okay. So one of the things they talked about in that was, like, it's weird how much of there are similarities between it and The Good Place, which you've never seen, but, like, there are points, and it's a weird heaven structure or whatever. Right. But the read-through was actually really interesting and really huh. cool. It was um, – so and when I saw that, I sort of was like, yeah, that seems like it has legs, but it would be hard to not do something like that. But if it wasn't an actual angel – Right. I mean, you could do, like, Hell's Angels. It could be a lawyer for Hell's Angels. That's true. Or um, there were those people that dressed in, like, red – like hats that would like there were like vigilantes in New York City that were something angels oh that would like they like it was a problem because they were like hurting people that were hurting other people uh, oh but um yeah anyways. interesting so um other things uh, that I like that well we we both um well, Andy suggested James and Aaron write a movie <laughs> which is funny and I think we could do like if ever. We got a grant or whatever to actually, like, write a movie. Right. I think probably we would at least throw around James and Aaron write a movie. Like, and, that would be, like, the working title at least. Yeah, and make it as, like, like I would, I would, it would be tough to drag me away, which I think we could eventually drag me away from, but making, like, the most meta movie of all time. Just, okay. like, we got to write this movie. What, what are we going to call it? James and Aaron write a movie. And then, like over and over and over again it'd be yeah. an, it'd be annoying real quick yeah i would have to drag you away from that yeah it's um, not my style of movie another thing that we agreed upon but i think uh, it already sort of got plotted out for us yeah um was uh 
Jim H. again with... Romeo versus Juliet. Which is such a cool idea. Yes. <laughs> and I don't remember what the plot that he suggested was. It was something like they're rivals and they have to figure out a way to not get married. Right. And also not have their families, like, kill each other. Okay, that's what I thought he suggested, but then I thought maybe I was getting confused with that new Shonda Rhimes show, Starcrossed. Right. Which we then had a conversation just, about. And yeah, just now I was like, wait, 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 pick out the, the earliest memories. Yeah. And those, those are the ones, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, I mean, basically Starcrossed is about a Capulet and a Montague. No, I guess they're not being, f- were they being forced to get married? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No, I think they were. I think- Did I just... Did I just accidentally say the plot of Starcross? I think you might have. Mm. Oh, well, whatever. There were guns and stuff in, in Romeo versus Juliet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, not, it was like a more contemporary thing. Yeah. But, um, but so, I mean, like. I don't, I, I don't care to do the research to find out if we just did yeah. the thing. But I, I love but, the idea of taking characters that are drawn to, that are paired together. Yeah. And versing them e- yeah. each other. That's, that's a fun. A fun plot device. Same. Um, but yeah. But I think because that was already kind of plotted out and is already on TV, yeah. we're going to step away from that one. And then, oh, Jim, also Jim Jim H. Um, sort of in, in the category of two exactly down the line drive, right over the plate, perfect title. Yeah. Um, he did, he wrote Time Travel Love Song. Yes. Which is a movie... By the way, please, anyone, someone, anyone, wait a minute. What? Do I want to try and make that? Do you want to do Time Travel Love Song? I I think I I was going to, just right now, I was winding up to say it's too too perfect. And then I started casting, and I was like, oops, wait. So maybe let's put a pin in that. Okay. um, And come back to that. Because I think the other one that we're looking at was suggested by Andrew D. Yes. Um... And it is The Death and Daring of Michigan Lowell. Yes. Which is a... It sounds like a John Irving title. Yeah, yeah. It's a, or, or, or a John Green title. Yeah, I can see that. I, I could see, see it being either very Prayer for Owen Meany-esque mm-hmm. or very John Green-esque. And it's, it has... It's sort of that, like... It has an old-sounding... Like there, there's like old Bob Dylan songs, like the Lonesome Death of Hattie Carroll, and like yeah. stuff like that, where it's like the title is just a little bit too long, but it's still engaging. Yeah. Um, I don't have for for that one or Time Travel Love Song. I don't have anything in mind off the top of my head. Okay. So if you want to go with Time Travel Love Song, since you've suddenly got an idea for it, I I just feel like if we do it, the my worry is that it's too perfect and i'm worried if that's a silly worry to have i think that's a silly worry to have um for let's 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 walk a couple steps down the death and daring of michigan lowell okay um hey i got it right so death and daring of michigan lowell you have someone named michigan lowell and we know they're gonna die but they're like a we figure out why they're daring we know like, they're gonna die because the death of the death. oh because of the title okay right. I didn't know if you, it was like they were terminally ill oh, or we just assume they're gonna die because of the title yeah I think okay. it's gonna be like I don't know but time travel love song is a lot more open ended 
Time travel love song feels very safety not guaranteed to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Death and Daring of Michigan Lowell. I feel is that... it like they're like maybe Michigan Lowell find you know finds out that he. I th- um, before when we were talking about this last week, you had posited that Michigan Lowell was a was a, a woman. Okay. And I really liked that. Okay. So she. Yeah. Has, like you know, terminal cancer or something. Yeah. And so she develops this like bucket list of things that she's going to do. And then it turns out that like her results got switched with somebody else's and she's actually fine, Mm. but she's completed all of these things and now has to figure out how to like reconcile the fact that she had checked off all the things she wanted to do and thought she was going to die. And now she's not. Yeah. And and the really daring part is living. Um, Yeah. I think I think that's I think that's the plot of the bucket list. Or she's a BMX biker, and just like is just like all doing all sorts of like sweet flips. Yeah. Um, I don't I love th- it. I I I think it might be hard to have fun talking about she's freaking about freaking out about terminal cancer. Also, I think they made a show about uh, No Tomorrow. I think was the name of the show. I've never heard of that. I don't know where I saw it. I feel like I saw it in an advertisement, maybe in one of my billboards or New Yorkers or something, where I think, again, I never watched it or anything, but I got the impression that it was girl finds out she's going to die and has lived a sort of sheltered life. Okay. And then finds out she's going to die and decides to seize the day. Okay. So I feel like that's what we were describing. Maybe a little bit. Unless, unless the... Unless... Unless the bucket list part is just like the first act. Okay. If the bucket list part is the first act and like the main action of the movie is I've done my bucket list and found out I'm not going to die. And now what? Yeah. I don't know where to go from there though. Time travel love song? Yep. All right. Let's try time travel love song. Time travel love song. All right. So I'm going to... um, and also, as usual, I don't know if, if this is your first time listening to it, uh, we incorporate the names of people that submitted yes, we do. Into, into our uh, thing. And yes, we, we so. didn't write down all of them. So if we, didn't, if we don't use your name, we're sorry, but uh, we'll use the names that we wrote down. Yeah. Um, um, the only problem is we don't have any women. So we will have to make up all of those names. Or I guess, you know, we could theoretically have a woman named Charlie. Sure. Or, or Andy. Or Jason. Andrew also suggested Marcy brought the flowers, so we could we could have Marcy in tribute to that. There we go. Okay. Which I pictured as sort of like a like a four weddings and a funeral. Like she keeps like I brought the flowers. I just kept thinking flowers for Algernon. Mm, yeah, Marcy brought the flowers, and she's also inc- incredibly smart now. Yeah. Um. So what we're gonna do in the interest of time <laughs> is we're going to uh, put on a timer. Ready? Yep. And go. Okay, so time travel love song. Yeah, so tell me what you're thinking. All right. Um, I think that our main character is a musician. His name is Jim. Jim, okay. Um, because Jim suggested the title. Absolutely. Um, I think I, this could be... I never have seen the movie once. Did you ever see the movie once? No. Um, it's sort of like a true story about this busker, you know, busking. is mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm, I didn't mean I that. Know as like, busking, no, I know what busking is because you told me in our Gilmore Girls episode. Oh, there you go. Uh, yay. Um, 
And I've heard it repeatedly since then. Yeah. I never heard the term before that. Bader Meinhof. Um, when you hear something and then you suddenly yeah. see it ever. Um, yeah. So it could be something like that where like, where one once is like these two buskers fall in love, but okay. it's actually actual people like okay. that sing actual songs and stuff. Um, we need to incorporate the time travel. Yeah. So I think that maybe he has a... Ma- a magic guitar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, when he starts singing, all right. So at first, okay. So at first, he doesn't have a magic guitar. Okay. So he's just like every normal person without a magic guitar. Right. Um, and then his guitar breaks for some reason. Maybe he shows how awesome he is by like fending off a mugger or something with his guitar. What if, he, what if his guitar string breaks? Okay. And he goes to buy a replacement guitar, like replacement guitar string. Okay. And it's a magic guitar string. Oh, I like that. So that it's not every time he, because what I was going to have the, the device be when he plays a song, it takes him back to the time when that song was popular. Yeah. I like that. But it would be that it's not every time. So one of my favorite things about time travel or even like superhero movies is when they're figuring out what their powers are and how their right. powers work. FYI, the best part of any of the Spider-Man franchises in the first Spider-Man when he's like trying to figure out how to make his web go. And it's mm-hmm. just this this montage of his just his hand being like, fly web, go web, go. Like, <laughs> it's, it's okay. amazing. Um, so he would but I be think like, that string would be used in any song. I mean. Well, there are songs that don't use, like, it would be like. Are there songs that don't use all the strings on a yeah, guitar? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah. I think. I am... I mean, maybe not the middle one, but, like, surely the high end or the low end isn't used in every song. Well, okay. Um, I guess Mary Had a Little Lamb only uses... Right. Like, three notes. Yeah. If you're just playing songs, like, repeatedly, he gets real experimental and he just only plays one string. He's like, (laughs) dee, 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 dee. And they're like, ugh, you suck. Use one more than one string. He's like, okay, whoa, time travel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> um, no, okay, so, but it would be, like, not every time, but, like, if he, because I don't want it to be, like, he's just flying all around through time no matter what. Yeah. Like, whatever. Does it, does it time travel him to the time in which the song was popular or to the time and place at which the song was written? No, I, I like it when it's popular because I, I'd like a repeated gag to be, he he's busking. He he finds himself busking in the time period when the song is incredibly popular, and people are repeatedly like, "Ugh, God, I'm so sick of hearing that song." Okay, I'm thinking. By the way, the basis for the song that he's playing is Wonderwall in my head. Oh God! So like, at no. some point in the movie, he starts playing Wonderwall, and then he's transported Can you to like. Please say anyway. Here's Wonderwall. Anyway, here's, yeah, exactly. Um, he that could be the last line of the movie. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Goes to strum and then credits. Okay. Um, I dig it. So he plays Wonderwall and then like he gets transported, I think, time and place to like Manchester 1996 or whatever, whenever okay. Wonderwall was popular. Um, like incre- like the, the height. Okay. I got real excited. Aaron's flitting. Okay. So he, the first song he plays is Wonderwall. Yes. He goes back to Manchester 1996, you said? Mid, mid-90s, Mid-90s. Yeah. Falls in love. Yeah. At the very end, he's jumping around all these different times. Yeah. And finally, he has decided to play Wonderwall for the last time to go back and 
be with the person that he's going to be with. And so he says, anyway, here's Wonderwall. And he strums it really hard and snaps the string. And he snaps the string. And then she comes up and is like, you broke something. And he's like, oh, my God, you're a time traveler, too. And she's like, I'm a time traveler, too. Oh, my God. No, no. He's transported back there. Oh, I see. And then he breaks and the string. And then the string breaks. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Because he's been... I liked it. sounded better in my head. No, I like. I, I definitely pictured the string breaking. Like I was with you on. Yeah. He plays it one more time, and then the string breaks. I was. I was. I was with you before you said it. I don't want this to be a somewhere in time thing where. And then he gets addicted to heroin and dies. Yeah, where they I don't, don't end up together. Oh no, they're definitely ending up together. Okay. I don't know that I'll ever write a movie where they don't end up together. Okay, good. Um, I'm glad we're agreed on. Yeah, that. absolutely. That's that's crummy. Um, but when do they end up together? In, in mid-90s Manchester, because she's... What is Mancunian? Manchester has a weird word for the people from Manchester. I think it's Mancunian. Okay. Yeah. Manchurian? It's not that. Okay. <laughs> Manchestertonian? Manchestertonian would make would make sense. <laughs> um, anyway, so like... Okay, so he... So Wonderwall takes him to Manchester in the mid-90s, and he falls in love. Right. Which means we can cast a British girl. Mm-hmm. As Charlie, yeah, um, which is weird because there was a guy on Lost named Charlie who played Wonderwall in Lost. Anyways, okay, busking in Manchester. Anyways, really, um, it'd be a nice tribute. Okay, um, but so her name is Charlie Lost. Charlie Lost, L A U S T. Yeah, but she pronounces it Lost because yeah, she's British. Um, so they fall in love, and then he plays he's gonna play her like his favorite beatles song or whatever uh-huh. and then he's like oh crap here i am in the 60s yeah and she's not there right is she a time traveler too i don't think so okay i does, think the movie should be about him trying to get back to her okay does she play an instrument at all no she's a waitress okay at a bar okay is she like a nice waitress or like a brassy waitress or both I think she's a nice girl. I want Amelia Clark. Played, who did she play? Uh, she's Daenerys Targaryen. Targaryen. Oh yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Blonde she was girl. also, yeah, yeah. Um, she was also in Me Before You, and I want that kind of like quirky, cute. Um, she's in a Star Wars movie, right? No, I think she's in a Star Wars movie. Jenna Coleman played her sister in that movie. Oh, I like Jenna Coleman. Yeah, could she be the? I could also do Jenna Coleman, but I want... <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, no, but I, I could I could have Jenna Coleman instead of Amelia Clark. Um, um, but I want... See, Me Before You, you haven't seen it. So I she, haven't. She wears, like, like, brightly colored clothing. Yeah. Like, kind of... I don't know. Like, brightly colored tights and skirts and sort of a Zoe Deschanel thing. I guess. Like a British Zoe Deschanel? Yeah. Okay. Vibe. I, I'd be down with that. Well, I just have to check to make sure. I think she was in Rogue One. Totally. Oh, no. She was cast as the female lead in the upcoming Star Wars Han Solo anthology film. Oh. Um. Hold on. I have to see what I've seen her in. Okay. Hey, Torg, you want to stop licking the blanket? Oh, right. She was Sarah Connor in Terminator Genesis, which I never saw. Oh. But I saw enough previews for it because it really, really intrigued me. Okay. Because it's it imagines a world in which Sarah Connor is a badass. Okay. Before she's a badass. Anyways. Okay. Um, that's where I saw. I, I remember I was like, Amelia Clark. I know not from Game of Thrones only, but from some other, but sci-fi from something thing. else. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. So okay, Amelia Clark, and then who is playing um, Jim? Let's see. John Krasinski. Ooh. I don't know if I can see him being musical. Yeah, I feel like hmm. It's only the name Jim that has me saying John Krasinski. Right. Sure. 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 Of course. Who's a good? I mean, like you don't want to go like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Don't we? Okay. We'll definitely go Joseph Gordon-Levitt. All right, but... I love me some Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, we need to make sure... Did you ever see 50 Days of Summer? Yes. Okay, we need to make sure we don't go to 50 Days of Summer, but with time travel... I don't remember anything about that um, movie, except that there was a burst into song musical style with animated birds montage. Animated birds? Weren't there animated birds? It was 500 Days of Summer, 500 right? Days yes. of Summer. Yeah, there was 10 times more Days of Summer. Yes. Um, all I know is that it was I Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Zoe Deschanel in a movie together where she was like, I'm into you. It was like the debut of the Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Oh, yeah. No, the, no. I don't, I don't want Charlie to be Manic Pixie Dream Girl. I right. want her to be like, I want her to be like just a nice, normal girl who has maybe kind of quirky taste in clothing. Okay. And is like a poetry major or something. There's a girl who is in, who, all right, here, ready for three things you haven't seen? Yep. Um, she was in uh, Parks and Rec. Okay. Um, she was also in, oh my God, I'm blanking. She was in Crashing with, with Pete Holmes. And she was also in, oh, uh, um, Rob Lowe, Fred Savage. The, oh, 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 The Grinder. The Grinder. She was in The Grinder, And she played the same character in every... One of those shows, which okay. is smart, funny, world-weary at the idiots that are around her. Okay. Um, that checks out. Yeah. I mean, she works in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, she's not mean about it. She's nice, but she always sort of, tre- until she warms up to you, she's sort of like, okay, there's no reason why you would have done that, but uh, like that. You're probably also an idiot, just like every other person in this exactly. place. Exactly. And with an English accent, absolutely. Yes. Okay. I'm not going to try to do an English accent on no. top of being sick. No, absolutely not. Jim, play me your time travel love song. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of awesome. Can you say ha-ha with her, please? Sure. Ha-ha. Nope. Ha-ha. Still no. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I think she's sort of like, she's not snarky, but she's sort of like, sarcastic but in sort of a positive sort of way yeah like she's always hoping for someone to be cool it's just that hasn't quite happened yet right all right so i don't want this entirely set in uh england though not that i have anything wrong with england it's just that i feel like so maybe he doesn't play a Beatles. maybe song. not a Beatles song maybe like a bon jovi a bon jovi song okay so he on plays his acoustic guitar which is yeah yeah with its special string. Yes. He puts his finger on the G string and then picks up his guitar. Um, <laughs> um, he fingers the F string. Um, okay, so... I'm just going to make you dig yourself out of this one. <laughs> All right, so he uh, he plays Living on a Prayer. Living on a Prayer, good enough? Yeah, I suppose. Wanted Dead or Alive? I was trying to think of a slightly more obscure one. Bed or... of Roses. You're not getting any more obscure. <laughs> yeah, let's do Living on a Prayer. Well, or do we want him to play a more contemporary one? Like Have a Nice Day or... 
it's my life. It's my life. Like something that she wouldn't have heard yet because it hasn't been written yet. But okay, so that takes it to like so then he gets transported to like 2002 2000... or something. 2003 2000? or 4. All right. So So he hops around time a whole bunch. And so he keeps playing <laughs> songs. So what is his what is his how does he think that playing more songs Does he meet a different girl in each time period? And it's played by her each time? Maybe. So like each time he keeps playing a song and like when he know when he looks around he keeps finding himself meeting different versions of the same girl. Okay. Um and they keep they they we could have some sort of like thing they keep saying. What if when you know he jumps away so he's in Manchester in the bar yeah. and meets her. Right. Goes to play another song, you know, goes to play a Bon Jovi song, ends up in New Jersey in the eighties. Okay. So we're doing eighties now? Or whatever. Okay. Um and then he's like, Oh shit, this is a thing that's happening. I'll play Wonderwall again. And then he ends up in Manchester in the nineties, but in a completely different place. And can't figure out how to get and so he I don't like this. Okay. Because why would he leave? Like, yeah. why would he be like, all right, anyways, here's a different song. Yeah. If he, so he only has, I like the busker part. <laughs> I like the magic guitar part. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Wait, how firm are we on she's not a time traveler too? Nah. Okay. Not at all. What if it's sort of like a River Song situation where it's like he finds himself in Manchester in 1995 or whatever and like someone throws a note into his hat and it's like, help or like help me or whatever. And then he has to desperately like help 1974 and he has to think of a song from 1974 to play to whatever um, to try and like, like she sort of leads him around on clues and as he finds the clues, he keeps, like, he g- somehow gets to know her through her clues or through, like, why? the mystery of... I like it, but why is she... She's been kidnapped. Through time? Yeah. How is she getting these notes to him? Is she leaving notes with other people in these places to give to him because future her knows because of the weird time travel paradox yeah. where she... She, he has told her the story of what all happened. Yeah. And so she already knows when she is kidnapped that yeah. she needs to leave notes. And she, she does, she like writes them on the, on the money. So like someone throws a, a you know, a quid into the, the hat and like on it, it says, help San Francisco, 1969. Okay. And he has to play a door song or, or whatever. And then he goes there and it's like, um, now you need to go like, like the first one can just be help. Here's how. What if it's just help? And right. so he plays help. Yeah. Maybe it's like song titles. Okay. They, like each one has like a song title written on it. And so he's like, okay, well, I guess this is a request. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a request. Oh, we, okay. We could, do, we could do that or we could have him if for, at first um, play help and he's in, you know, in, uh, England in Liverpool, 1964 yeah. or whatever. And then the next note he gets on the, on the money is, no, idiot. I want I need I need assistance. Yeah. 
come find me in whatever. And then he goes to there and like, I don't want him to keep like, I guess I'll keep busking and hoping for the magic money stuff. Like it'll be like, come find me in whatever you need to bring the white cane to whatever. And like, so it's, it's like, it's almost like a quest where like, and then like, it's, it's almost like quantum leap only he keeps leaping into himself busking. Right. Okay. I like that. I still don't completely understand how and why she's able... Like, if she's been kidnapped, how is she able to get these notes to him? Okay. So, we have two options. Either she is very River Song, in which case, like, she's sending an older version of herself to drop off the notes, but he can't meet her because he needs to meet her. The first time he meets her, it needs to be... The first time he meets her. Or she's part of a network of time-traveling musicians. Oh. <laughs> and so their magic... Instruments? Flute play. I don't want to do flute because that's such a girl, like a stereotypical girl thing. Yeah. Their magic drummer yeah. um, is missing and they need her for universe stuff. And so they have representatives in each time period that are aiding him along the way. That way we we could cast a bunch of people as like this time traveling musicians union. Okay. Huh. <sighs> okay. He's new at high school and his gerbil has just died. <laughs> <laughs> he brings it, it back a with chinchilla. a time travel love song. This is an entirely different movie. Oh, okay. He is a I'm music- sorry. I feel like I am making you carry this entire thing. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. This is. I I jumped into this, and you you've helped. You've absolutely helped. You've been. We've been going. I around. said magic guitar string. I would have gotten there anyway. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, so he is a busker with a magic guitar with string. a magic guitar string, which he discovers. We see that he is a cool guy, and then he breaks his guitar string and he gets a new one from a mysterious guy. And then he starts busking again and gets whisked off on a whirlwind journey through time and love and song. This may be cliche. Okay. But he's engaged to a lovely woman in his contemporary time. Okay. He gets whisked away. Yeah. And meets Charlie. Yeah. And... I mean, I feel like it's cliche, like this is the plot of Outlander basically, but like, you know, oh, but I need to get home to my fiance, Andy, okay. with an I. Right. But Andy McDowell. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no. No. I need to get home to my fiance, not Andy McDowell, uh-huh. but also this girl who is helping me try to figure out maybe the magic guitar string breaks. Okay. So he's trapped. And then, and so they have sort of a platonic thing. And then he finds out that not Andy McDowell's mom is this lady. No. And then he, like, no. runs off with her mom. No. <laughs> and father's Andy McDowell, not Andy McDowell. He's his, he's his own Fiance's. father-in-law. Yeah. Oh, God. No, I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. Let's go back to where the magic guitar Time string Time travel writes. incest love song. Wait, wait, what was the title? <laughs> what? <sighs> okay. I mean, like, why wouldn't he just may? Okay, he plays a song. He gets whisked back. To, he plays Wonderwall. He gets whisked back to Manchester, yeah, nineteen ninety-five, whatever. Yeah. Someone shoves him. Like, there's like a purse snatcher or something. It was uh-huh. lady's purse, and it runs past him, shoves him. He falls, and his guitar breaks. Okay. The string is fine. Okay. But the guitar is broken. Okay. 
and she works as a guitar repair person. Yeah, she's a lutealist. Yep. There's a there's a word that's that that has lute as it, as its root for a person that makes guitars. Lutology. Nope. We'll figure she's, that out. She's a guitar maker. Yes. Or guitar fixer. Yes. And so he has to wait for her to fix the guitar. Yes. So in and, this, in this, do, does he tell her he's a time traveler? Um, you know, at I, some point I he's going to have to. I don't right? love when you tell your love interest that you're a time traveler. I know, but at some point. But in another way, he. He's, yeah. Like, if he's resistant to... I mean, maybe he just tells her, well, I've got somebody, you know, I'm, I'm engaged. Yeah. And so there's this will-they-won't-they they thing happening while he's... But, like, and how does he explain why he's in Manchester suddenly yeah. without... Anything. Anything except this busted-ass guitar. Right. He keeps avoiding the question. And he's... Where does he stay? On her couch. She On... has, like, a... She has, like, a... Like, her shop is also where she lives. Okay. It's a flat and a guitar repair shop. Okay. Um, and then... So, in this, we're positing that he only leaps one time. Just to Manchester 1995. I guess. I kind of like that. And ends up falling for her and has to decide if he's going to go back. He ends up going, getting his guitar fixed, goes back to his fiance, finds out... That she's dead. She's. I was going to say she's cheating on him. Yeah. Or finds out, or she breaks. She was the purse snatcher. Up with him, or they start planning the. Maybe they just decide that it's. Not- she says. Oh, she says something about like. Oh well, you know when we're married, there's not going to be. We can get rid of the guitar. Like it can be about like. She doesn't get how much music means to him and so he goes to play his last show yeah anyway here's wonderwall right and you know it being in 1995 it's not that like would she just is she let me ask you this is she just natural age progression and then she's just like kind of a like a 1995 is 22 years ago Uh so like she's just like in her 40s now yeah. I'm fine with that. So she's she's naturally aged up to the time when now he's Why does returning. it matter if she's aged? Because at the end, he goes to play Wonderwall and goes back to Manchester oh, he goes in 1995. Back. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I thought yeah. she was going to find him in the crowd end of no, no, 11.263 no. style. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I see. No. Because if we wanted to end with Anyway, Here's Wonderwall, that's okay. him making the decision to go back to oh, okay. his, so his English love, Charlie, instead of his doesn't understand how important music is or wants him to get wants him to get a real job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She absolutely. just it, like it's maybe that maybe they've had many at some point in the movie there have been many discussions slash fights yeah. where she just wants him to get a real job. Like you can keep playing music, but that's not a real job. Right. Like if we're gonna get married and have a family and stuff, yeah. you need to be able to like, you know, bring some support in right and yeah. this this busking job is not reliable yeah so then the end of the movie I don't, I don't want the fian- i don't want andy the fiance to be unlikable no i think i just want it to be clear that they are not as compatible as he and charlie right they're not in harmony right they're living in discord yeah exactly um so at the end of the movie um by the way the guitar she's crafting is is a symbol for their love um, oh, okay. 
it just you know if you're if you're reading the novelization of this for English class in 25 years, uh-huh. the guitar represents their love. Yep. Um, so at the end of the movie, he goes. Anyways, here's Wonderwall, and he goes and he does strum and like the flash of light that took him to Manchester in the in the first act uh-huh. takes us to the credits. Yes, I dig it. Okay, so Amelia Clark, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Andy played by. I want to be like Emily Blunt, but like I don't want her to be English. Too. I want Tatiana Maslany as Alison Hendricks. Ooh, I no, actually, I like that. I mean, like, we could get Tatiana Maslany and be like Alison Hendricks ish. Yeah, like just you know, like you're looking for the two point five kids white picket fence. Yeah, yeah. She could call him James, and he's like, uh, "It's Jim." Yeah, yeah. Or she could call him Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. And then, okay, so played by Tatiana Maslany. Uh huh. And then, who's the purse snatcher? Cameo, cool cameo. Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. I'm a purse snatcher. <laughs> um, why did he say that as he ran by? <laughs> this is my only line. I get more if I say a line. I sound like a different actor. Yeah. I say a line. You sounded like Louis Anderson or John a little, Candy. A little bit, yeah. Anyways, okay. I think that's good. Yeah. So his time travel love song is that... It's Wonderwall. Yeah. I like it. I hate it, but... And the soundtrack? I mean, I like it. But... It's just Wonderwall covers. Oh, God. <laughs> so so it's my 90s Pandora station. Right. Yeah. We just, we'll just hit record on that. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. We have... I feel like we need some more people. Yeah. So I think who... there need to be some best friends. Okay. Maybe Amelia Clark, maybe Charlie has a flatmate. James Corden? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, James Corden plays uh, uh, name. Jason? Yep. Jason Scott Christopher. Yes. Jason uh, Scott Christopher. Um, <laughs> just nail, like laying him down. Uh-huh. Um, and he's not not a gay best friend. I don't want a gay best friend here. No, no. Platonic, straight, male best friend. Yes. Not interested. He's... Do they live together? Or he just maybe he maybe he works. He at just the works shop at the guitar shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's like just learning, so like there can be a funny montage of him try having a go, and she's like, "Just let me." Yeah. Just stop. Stop it. <laughs> what was it? J- JSC. Yes. Jason. Jason. Put the guitar down. But I can fix it. Nope. Put the guitar down. Right. And like he puts it down and it breaks, and she's just like. Does he maybe misplace the magic guitar string at some point? Yeah. Okay, so... Maybe there... Yeah, there can be a thing where he, like, misplaces the guitar string, and so, like, they restring the guitar with new strings, Yeah, and he goes to play a contemporary... Maybe, like, the song that he wrote for Andy. Yes. And it doesn't work. Right. Andy, you are so dandy. Yes. It's not a great songwriter. No, he's not. That's why he's a busker. Right. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't I, know if that I matters. I like that he's not. No, I think it's. I think it's good that he's not great. Like he's not super talented, right? <laughs> and that that doesn't matter. I think actually that's that's what yeah. we don't see a lot of in in yeah. uh, in musical movies, musical performances these days. Yeah, not great. Not great. <laughs> um, and then does he have a best friend? I don't want Steve Zahn to be the person snatcher. I want Rain Wilson. 
Okay. I like it. Okay, I was going to say, should John Krasinski be the best friend? But if we're going to do Office, we should just do one Office. Yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay with John Krasinski not being in this, but I really want to see Rain Wilson be the purse snatcher. Okay. All right. And then does does he have a best friend? And also, we won't see that person very much because they're in the past, in the future. Yeah. He probably has a best friend. Yeah. Played by... Mark Paul Gossler. Okay. All right. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say the girl that plays Bill on Doctor Who. Oh, I love her. But we, we but he's not English. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, but there's no, reason, English, there's no reason why an English person can't live in America. Right. But... Unless, uh, as long as we allow them to. Yeah. Um, I want cameos by uh, at least one member of Oasis. Okay. Um, and Stephen King. Okay. Um, who's the best? Is the best friend going to be? Is Pearl Mackey? Is that her name? Yeah, uh, Pearl Mackey is the is the name of that actress. Yes. Yeah. Is it going to be her or Mark Paul Gosler? Or both? Maybe Mar- they're married. Mark Pearl Gosler. Oh, we can't just combine people. No, Damn. we can't just combine people. Maybe they're a married <laughs> they're, couple. They're a married couple. They're like the, the best friends of Andy and Jim. What about Nicole and Chad to, to, sure. to encompass Cole and Chad? Sure. Oh, Chad suggested filing for divorcees, which I really liked. But yes. there was no way to yeah. figure out how that. So John Krasinski plays Chad. Um, Pearl Mackey plays Nicole, who goes by the name Cole. Or just Nicole. I mean, we're mentioning Cole's name here, so yeah. No, well, he's, I, he's I, getting his shout I out. I like Cole as a an abbreviation for Nicole. Okay. So, anyway, we we'll figure that out. Yeah. Okay. So I think theoretically, Cole could be a girl's name too. Sure. I don't know that it necessarily has to be a thing where we spell out that her name is Nicole, but she goes by Cole. Right. We just call her Cole. Well, I think there's an easy way for John Krasinski to be like, Mark let's Paul go. Gossler? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. John Krasinski's not in this movie. <laughs> He auditioned. He didn't make the cut. Oh, man. Tough break. Yep. He took Sorry, it John. really well, though. He like, really did. Um, he tweeted like, well, I gave him my best shot. Yep. Hashtag, I tried. <laughs> Hashtag, shruggy emoticon guy. Yep. Um, we'll cast him in the next one. Yeah. Time Travel Love Song 2, Revolutionary War Times. What? It's just an, it'll be just an intense war movie with no time travel or love song. No. He's just like, I'm this guy and I'm fighting the revolution and. credits so anyway if you liked this episode and you would like to hear more from us you should join our facebook group you should it's called unabashedly obsessed with unabashedly obsessed you could also follow us on twitter the podcast is at ufo podcast you decide what the f stands for today it stands for f string f string um i am at string string um, I am at Unabashed James. I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. You can email us at unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com. We would love it if you would find us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave us a nice review and a good rating. Yeah. Um, I was listening to an episode of us today where I decided that I was going to uh, request fan art until we got some, and I, I lapsed on that. So send fan art to that email yep. address, too. Well, uh, I mean, Andy has sent us fan art. And Andy has sent us fan art. That is true. Andy has, has made I a tour really meme that is... I really enjoyed the pirate tour. Yes, absolutely. So much. Absolutely. Andy, I apologize. You have done, uh, you've done uh, a mitzvah for the, that art that you've made for us. But people should make more. Yes. Follow in Andy's footsteps. Um, and you can email it or just post it on the, on the group. Yep. 
Thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song, Did You Guys Know There Was a Ladder Down Here? And thank you to Emily Cardamus for our excellent logo art. You can find her on Twitter at Corrupted Gem. I don't, we mentioned it in the outtakes episode, but we are going to be at PodCon. You should go to PodCon.com. Indeed. Um, we are not officially on board the official PodCon lineup yet. Yeah, we're not like presenting or anything. We will let you know if that technically. happens. Technically. Yet. Um, but we were, are, are thinking we're going to record something there. And if you yeah. want to watch us do that. Come to PodCon. Come to PodCon. It's in Seattle, April. Um, April? Nope. No. December 9th and 10th. Uh, yes. PodCon.com for tickets and more information. Indeed. Uh, did you have anything else that you wanted to say? Nope. All right. I'm good. All right. This has been an episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. You guys, thank you for listening. I'm James. I'm Aaron. Smoking kills. And so do pennies.